back to Excuse My Friend. I'm Alexis. I'm Julia, and we're your hosts. We are your hosts. We have a special treat today. We do. We have an amazing guest that we are huge fans of. She's a huge inspiration to us. She is a New York Times bestselling author. Her book was number one. It is number one in the Apple nonfiction bestseller list. Her name is Sherry Argov, and she wrote the book Why Men Love Bitches and Why Men Marry Bitches. I'm obsessed with this woman. I'm so excited to have her on the phone. Oh, I'm, I'm like, literally fangirling. Like, I'm nervous right now. Same. I, like, I'm like, I have read this book for as long as I can remember. Yeah, I read this book once me. a year. Thanks to you. Thanks yes. to me. So you introduced it. I'm yeah. totally fang- fangirling right now. Actually, wait, Sherry, can you say hello? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> Yay! Yay! That's <laughs> Sherry, by the way. Well, I'm fangirling too because I love your show. I've been following you guys on TikTok. Oh. I'm so proud of you guys. Cringe. I think you're No, what, I cringe? love you guys. No, 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 don't say that. I think you guys are truly like the best influencers that I have seen yet because wow. you're beautiful, wow. you're wholesome. You're my favorite. We will take We're doing that, something Sherry. right. Yay, <laughs> Thank you, okay. Sherry. You are, you're, you're setting an example for women. We're trying. On how to be classy and fun and beautiful. And you really are setting an example. There's never any time that I've seen you guys that you aren't totally classy and, and, and fun. And, and you can keep it classy. Unlike some of these Instagrammers that maybe aren't setting the bar very high. And my mom one day was like, you have to read this book, Why Men Love Bitches. I was that doormat girl. And I would cry over these guys. I joined a lacrosse team uh, just to be closer to a guy. I did my homework in the cafeteria because the guy said I wasn't smart enough for him. Like I was the, that, like that girl. And my mom one day was like, you have to read this book, Why Men Love Bitches. And I was like, wait, seriously? Like I need to be a bitch? But there's so much more to it than just like, oh, just be a bitch. Like there, like Sherry can you tell everyone like what does that mean like why men love bitches does it mean like we have to be these intense like screw you yeah, or like, we have to be mean? mean like yeah elaborate not mean at all uh just um strong and feminine but dignified Ooh. men don't like desperate and they don't like women who are on their hands and knees and they don't like women they can take advantage of if they can manipulate you and you're too easy and you're a yes woman they immediately, something turns off in them. They want a woman that they can really be proud of and that is proud of herself. But also. sometimes it's like scary to like not be a yes woman. Like some girls, especially like me, it's like I want to just go with what the guy says and I don't want to like, you know, just make him mad. I just want to like, I was brought up like just be a, be be a, like good, a good girl, wife. be yeah. a good person, like go with it. So it's hard. Yeah, but think about all the things that guys want you to go with now right i mean if you try to be everything that he wants that that will be a very low standard because and and that's what a lot like i say what a lot of women on social media are doing is they're trying to do whatever they can Mm -hmm. to be to to be to impress to get the likes to get the follows Mm -hmm. to not they're not doing it because they love to do it they're doing it because there's a void that they're trying to fill because Mm -hmm. they're insecure Mm -hmm. and men smell that they smell it and you've got to have a little fire in you. It, it's something that they find really attractive if you have a backbone and some fire. Wow. wow. I just want to know what inspired you to write this book. Were you the doormat? And maybe go into depth of what, it, like, what a doormat is in your book. You explain you don't want to be the doormat girl. Um, I'm sure I fell on my face a few times. I think every <laughs> woman has. But, I mean, I fall on my face every day now. 
but not with men, just in general. Uh, you just have to <laughs> you just have to get back Same. up and dust yourself off, and that's just part of being a strong woman is being resilient, you know. But um, as far as the, what inspired me, I was reading a lot of books when I was in my very early 20s, that didn't really nail what I was going through. Mm. And there was, there were, the missing element for me was, why does he tell me he wants me to be one thing, but then respond a different way Ooh, when I become that? Yeah. Why, why, does, why do men tell you, for example, I don't want you to wear makeup. I like you when you're au naturel. And yet they're so enamored with you when you're dolled up and you're wearing makeup. It just, there's so many contradictions that I noticed. And I'm just one of these people that smells BS from a mile away. So I was like, wait a second, somebody's got to write a book to clear up this mess. And I started interviewing men. And it was just amazing because it was very early on in my interview process that I realized, oh, they're keeping secrets from us. (gasps) They're they're keeping secrets. That actually, you you interviewed like hundreds, hundreds of, of men, men for I this did. book. I really did. Was there anything that was so shocking or surprising that was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got that secret out of these men. That they test women mm-hmm. in subtle ways hmm. by keeping those secrets and seeing if she figures that out on her own. So that's where my book comes in. I help women mm-hmm. figure it out. The code. The code, exactly. The code. Amen. Well, that's interesting. So in your book, you mentioned that men test women. Why the hell do they do this? It drives me crazy. Why do they test us? We test them too, though. I don't test them. I try to be nice. I try to just well, be a lame. good girlfriend. I test them. And I'm still working on my doormatness. But why do men test us? You know, there's a learning curve in every relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's how they figure out who you are. They don't want to see... If you try to be perfect, they immediately think, okay, what's she hiding from me? Mm. What What is she really like when she's having a bad day? What What is she going to be like when I don't call her and I'm 30 minutes late? Is she going to snap? Is she going to be psycho? And so it's just kind of this learning process where they probe around the edges to figure out who you are. And and part of it is their own fear. They don't want to jump in too quickly. So it's how they keep you at arm's length. And if you play it right, then they fall really hard for you. And if you play it wrong, then they find their excuse to get out of jail free, if you will. Interesting. So how do you play it right? You play it right by being empowered by being uh, focused on your own dreams, by not letting them derail you, by not Ooh. giving up all your friends, by having other things that give you happiness 100%. and joy, you have to have your you have to have things that make your endorphins go through the roof mm-hmm. that make you happy because this is only one life we have here, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to. Focus on that because life is tough. And if you think life is tough in your twenties, wait till you're in your thirties and forties. Oh, great! (laughs) It doesn't get easier. It gets harder, and there's more responsibility and more challenges. So that's what I try to give women a heads up about: is how do you do that and not lose yourself? How do you not lose your um, self-esteem? How do you not wrap it all up into one guy Mm -hmm. and who then be? becomes kind of your master and starts to define you. Are you happy today? Oh, if he called you, you're happy today. Oh, uh, what do you, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, and, and it's just, you know, no guy wants that. Think about it. If you meet a, a man mm-hmm. who likes you too much and his, you know what they call guys like that now? A simp. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Yep. When they're simping over you. He's a right? stage five clinger. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what you wouldn't want. And the same thing goes for guys. Women with, with what's a simp is a guy who's too nice. I tell women how not to be that. 
Yes. Exactly the same thing. Human nature is human nature, whether you're a man or a woman. Nobody wants a partner on their arm that they feel is too desperate for them because it becomes suffocating. Yeah. It just becomes suffocating. And you don't ever want a man to be with you because he's obligated to be or because he's going to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. You have to have this sort of backbone and sense of pride that, Mm -hmm. hey, buddy, if you don't want to be with me, there's the door. Too bad. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you My, on the way out. I have a few things that I struggle with. And I think one of them is I will wait around for a guy to like text me. Like I won't make plans for the weekend because I'm like, well, what if he texts me? What if he sends me a text? All right, guys, I'm going to give you a few tidbits about, you know, etiquette with texting if you want to just go there. Um, because I think that's where a lot of women are getting it wrong. Please. that That is the problem. The texting combos. Yeah. Okay. Same. All right. Just remember this. There's only two reasons to ever send a text or an email, okay? Okay. Either to say something nice or to deliver facts. Hmm. You keep it short and you keep it sweet and you keep it positive. So notice what's not on that little short list that Uh I just shared. No emotional explanations, no long rambling speeches, no arguments, no multiple texts in a row, no therapy sessions, no sex (laughs) photos, no video photos, video sex videos, no expletives, no threats with expletives, no threats without expletives, no emotionally intense, long rambling Hmm. texting. And that's where women screw up. If you look at your phone right now, any woman, I challenge you, pick up your phone right now and look at the last train that you have had with a guy. Your texts, I guarantee you, are five, five times longer than 100%. his. 100%. What, I, I'm Should you match their energy, though? A thousand percent. So if they're sending you long sentences, match their energy, energy, whereas if they're sending one-word responses, should you match their energy with that? I don't think I've met a man that sends long messages very often. Do they? No, I, they I, don't. And it's a I haven't had that. Like, I need the emojis. I want you to send nice messages, but they just suck. I'm currently looking at mine right now. You are 100% correct. I'm sending... Not booklets, but I'm sending like, I'm explaining things. I'm telling Correct. him things. And all he sends back is, ah, okay, cool. Or like LOL, th- like, cool. Right. Sure, you're so right. Right. One, uh, one word answers five words over at the most. Men. Right. So I'm telling you again, you send, ladies, I'm telling you, if you can nail the texting, that's a lot of it right now. Because a lot of it is how needy you seem with how long your texts are. If you really have something you need to say to somebody that takes a long time to say it, you text him, I need you to call me, please, when you have a moment. Nothing else. You don't put anything in writing that you wouldn't want on the front page of the New York Times because once you put it in writing, it lives forever. So sometimes when I get a text from a guy, I'll want to play it cool. So I'll put my phone down and respond maybe an hour later, two hours later. Do you think... um, that's okay. Should I wait or should I respond right away? How should one go about that? Yeah, there's no rule except that it should not become predictable. So if he can predict how you're going to respond, that's not a good thing. Sometimes you want to respond right away and sometimes you want to wait, but not because you're waiting deliberately, but because you're really busy doing other things and you don't wait for him to text you. Guys can smell it. They can smell it and they can tell when you're playing games with them. So I'm not telling women to play games. I'm telling them really have a full life so that you're not waiting for Or that. pretend to have a full life. There, there are times I don't check my phone <laughs> for several there. hours yeah. and people know that about me. 
I that makes sense because you don't want to make the guy think that he is your world because I feel like that kind of scares them away, right? A thousand percent. Sherry, I wonder why guys, they'll take you on dates and they'll make it seem like they're so into you and they'll just ghost. It's like, why not just be straight up? Like, what do you think? Why do you think guys do that? So let me just back up and tell you my perception of when men are single and you've met them and you're not in a relationship with them, you're just getting to know them, right? So they all have like a favorite girl that they really like or really want to be with. And then they have a couple of girls on the side and we'll call them rotationals, Mm -hmm. rotational girls. Okay. And it's your job to figure out which one are you. Are you his favorite or are you rotational? Favorite. You have to be his favorite. And then, and then your job is to get rid of the other rotational girls. Right. And to make sure that you're the only one. So step one is you got to figure out what you are to him mm-hmm. and, and not keep the rose colored glasses on. So, but some guys are really good at playing games. Sure. Like you, they'll make you think that you are that the number the one girl. That's where I get messed up. And it's like, anyways, that's called wanting to get laid. Wait, on my end or his end? His end. On his end. Oh, that's this true. is what Sometimes they do. I do though too. And they're, <laughs> they're good at fooling us. That's for sure. And like, well, but that's why you shouldn't sleep with them right away. Everybody why? says, oh, you're so old-fashioned that you say that. And I'm like, well... No, it's true. No, yeah, I, I agree. Like, So how long do you think is long enough before you should sleep with somebody? You should know that you're his favorite and that there are no other rotationals. And if that takes yeah. a week, a month, or a year... It doesn't matter. Two days for me, and I'm I good. Say, I say, Did listen. Did you just say two days for you? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, two days, and I'm good. Two dates. You should you should make them wait a while, and if they're not willing to wait, they don't like you enough because the That's guys true. that like you want to wait. They yeah. you're they want the chase is the fun part for them. Mm-hmm. It is. I hate that. When That's I interviewed worst. men, that's what they said. They said really. They said so. There's this girl, and they start telling me a story, mm-hmm. and. She wanted me more than I wanted her. <gasps> and then they go on to tell me the story, whatever the story is. But I know what the story is going to be after that. As soon as he tells me, she wanted me a lot more than I wanted her. Oh, and you never want to be that girl. No, you don't. You never want to be. It's I, okay oh to gosh, let them yeah. wonder. Let them wonder. I'm not talking about a cruel game. I'm talking about just intrigue. And what we, we want romance. They want intrigue. They want to be guessing. You know, same. I want to be guessing yeah. too. I feel like all the times where I would be the one kind of doing the chasing, it never worked out. But when the guy never was chasing worked. me, it always worked out. Like when I was more into them, my heart would get broken. And I feel like that goes back to in your book when you mentioned that men are hunters and when they work for something, they appreciate it more. But if a woman just gave it to them on a silver platter, they're just not going to be into it. When they don't have something that's just outside their reach then literally there are studies done where their endorphins are going through the roof. And those endorphins will eventually convince them that they're falling in love with a woman. It's a rush for them to want something and to not have it. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about a mean-spirited game. I'm talking about good-natured, keep him a little on his toes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. make it fun. Don't make him dinner. No dinner. Don't be his mom. Not right away. Not right away. Don't wipe I his like ass. I like making dinners for them. Oh my gosh. You're also that girl that makes their beds. So that's I have I have made my boyfriend's beds. But like I said, those were guys that I was more into and they broke my heart. There was a time when I was dating this guy 
and he was breaking up with me. He broke up with me over text. So <laughs> I go to his house and I'm like, what's going on? Um, I'm bawling. He's breaking up with me. So I'm trying to convince him to stay with me. So then I went into his bed and started crying even more. And the reason that he was breaking up with me was because he was moving to Rhode Island. I'm over here saying, I'll move to Rhode Island with you. And so then we have sex and I'm thinking this will win him back. So then after we have sex, he goes, was that a bad idea while he's smoking a cigarette? And I'll never forget that. I think that's kind of the, de- the day that I decided I'm not going to be a doormat anymore. She's lying I feel to like everyone. She's I, still a doormat. I'm not a doormat anymore, but I feel like <laughs> that's the, that was the catalyst. I was like, enough of this. I'm done chasing guys. You yeah. still chase you guys, guys. I do not. You're both so beautiful that you should never, ever, ever give a minute of your time to a man that doesn't make you feel like you are special and desired. And every woman out there is beautiful to someone because taste is very subjective. Some men like, you know, a woman who looks a certain way and some men like a woman who looks the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And every woman deserves, every man deserves too, to be with somebody who makes them feel adored. And if you have low self-worth, you think you're worthy of being treated badly And men test you to see, will she tolerate being treated badly? And if the answer to that question is yes, then why would they value you if you don't value yourself? But if you stand up for yourself and you say, wait a second, wait a second, I think you got the wrong girl, buddy. I don't put up with that crap. Um, Now your stock goes up. Mm -hmm. Now your stock goes up. I mean, that's, that's one of the main tests is do you value yourself? And it's, it's just like, you know, it's like anything else in life. If you place a high value on yourself and you treat yourself with respect, so will other people. What about like emotionally unavailable men? Like how do you get those guys oh. to be emotionally available? I feel like I, I attract those types. If you don't give a damn about guys that are emotionally unavailable, you'd be surprised how quickly they crumble. I think that it takes self-worth to have a guy treat you really, really well. Mm -hmm. There are people who will be treated like garbage and think that they deserve it. Mm -hmm. And men look at that. Mm -hmm. And you should look at that too, because if you're, if you allow people to, you know, crap all over you and there's no other way to say it, guess what's in your future? Mm -hmm. Not a very good relationship. Yeah. I think who you date is a reflection of how you see yourself and, um, I, yeah, I can relate to that. I used to, I wanted to be treated bad. So I would just date these guys that were losers for so lack bizarre. of a better term. And I like allowed that. So what about when you're already dating somebody and say it's been like three, four five years and he hasn't mentioned marriage oh, and you want to get engaged. How can one hint to their partner that they want to get engaged without being annoying? I have a whole chapter about that in why men marry bitches, because that was the question that a lot of women asked me. What, how do you bring it up? What's the way to bring it up? Because what a lot of women do is the, the biological clock is ticking, buddy, you know, or, or, you know, we've been, you know, we've been dating for X amount of years and, you know, where's the ring or mm-hmm. they're just a little too obvious. And what the, what I, what I recommend women do is say, so where do you see this going? And you leave it open-ended and let him ramble. And if you don't hear what you want to hear, you back off a little bit. You see him less that week mm. and, or the following week. And then you bring it up again. And if he still doesn't give you the answer that you want, then you just say to him, look, this relationship isn't progressing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to be in a situation that you don't want to be in. And we clearly don't want, you know, the same thing. So I just think that maybe we should, you know, take some time off because this relationship is not progressing. 
I never say exactly what I want because I think men know. Well, there's a lot of women who think it's going to make them happy. And those are the ones that send me emails and write to me and say, well, I thought it would solve all my problems, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. If you're not happy before you marry him, you're not going to be happy after you marry him. Do you Mm -hmm. think like in a, in a marriage, like it changes to like, you have to either grow, I hear like grow together, grow apart kind of thing. If you continue working on yourself and you continue chasing your dreams and you have other things outside your relationship that make you happy, mm-hmm. you'll never be boring to the guy because there's always a piece of you that he can't get to. He gets mm. a little piece of you. He doesn't get the whole cake. The whole enchilada, baby. No, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. That gets boring to a guy. It just gets boring to a guy. That's the thing. It's the irony. You want to keep his attention. You can't be too obsessed with him. There are times where women will say to me, how do I bring... A, a spark back into my marriage. Uh, have you been working? No. Go get a part-time job. All right. Ooh. Suddenly she's got a part-time job. Now all of a sudden he's waiting for her with dinner at the table. Yep. They, wow. I've, now all of a sudden seen he's, that, I've seen that firsthand happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just human nature. It's human yeah. nature. You pull back a little bit. And when somebody, sh- again, when somebody shows a little bit of disrespect, you pull back. You don't wait till they disrespect mm-hmm. you a lot. Because mm-hmm. if you don't pull back a little when he sh- disrespects you 10%, he's going to disrespect you 20%. And then it's going to mm-hmm. be 30%. And then it's going to be 40%. These abusive relationships where women are being treated horribly, they didn't start out with that way. They gradually yeah. became that way over time. Mm-hmm. So you check him in the beginning when he tries to disrespect you. I don't care how wonderful a man is or how cute he is or whether he's got six pack abs and he's hot and he's hung like a barnyard horse like on, <laughs> on Viagra. That would be nice. That gets on me. Viagra. <laughs> right. No. No. That's not that's not no. like what that's important. not what no, your, your yeah. attitude yeah. should be if you disrespect me, you become real unattractive. So right. don't totally. try that. Totally. Don't try that. But and you don't say it with your words. You do, but you say it with your actions more than your words. Men give love to get sex, and women give sex to get love. Do you think that's true? Yeah, but they don't give love to get sex. They pretend to be Romeo and to woo you and open doors and put on a little dog and pony Mm -hmm. show and, you know, to get you to like them because that's part of the challenge. And then if they think that you like them too much then the challenge is over and they become bored. So the key mm-hmm. is, it's okay if he knows you like him. Just He just sh- shouldn't know how much. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to know that you go home and tell your girlfriends about him all the time. And he can think that, you know, maybe she likes me, maybe she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe I have her, maybe I don't. You never want a guy to think he has a 100% hold on you. Yeah. You can't be a total cold fish, right? But mm-hmm. he shouldn't know how much. Mm. You know, if he thinks you like him on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday, on Tuesday and Thursday, you're with your girlfriends, you're busy at work, you're busy not answering your phone within five seconds. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, he's got to worry, oh, maybe I didn't have her right where I thought I had her. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Okay. I know you're interviewing me, but I want to interview you too. Ooh. So what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done in a relationship with a guy? I mean, the story of me having sex with a guy as he's breaking up with me, thinking that's going to win him back is embarrassing. Oh, I got one. I was dating this guy who didn't put any effort in. Again, I was chasing him. And I went to his apartment while he was at work. And I dressed up in lingerie, like the whole getup. And I was laying in his bed, like trying to look all hot. Like I waited there for like an hour before he came home, checking my phone, seeing where he is. He comes home from work and he looks at me and he wasn't impressed. He was just kind of like, oh, hey. (laughs) And that's it. 
and he like didn't really care. And then he went to the bathroom and did his thing. And I like started crying because I I was expecting him to be like, damn, you are so hot. Da, 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 da. And it just it just didn't go over well. There was no sexy time. And ever since then, I don't do lingerie. <laughs> Oh. No, but actually, you raise a really good point. So, uh, you know, with all this, you know, Victoria's Secret and all the, you know, porn and all that, it's like you want to incorporate the lingerie when it seems accidental. Like mm. you're on a date, you're out to dinner, and he just happens to find out that you're not wearing any underwear. Oh, that's hot. That is hot. Right? I was talking to somebody on a dating app and he played it up like he's this Christian man and wholesome. And I was like, okay, like this is great. He seems like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Just wholesome. We go on the date and we're sitting there by the fire and he's just like, what are your fetishes? Like, are you into (laughs) BDSM or BDMMs, whatever it's called? And he's just like asking me, he's like, what do you like? Like, do you like whips? Like, and he was dead serious. And I was thinking to myself, like this man who acts like he loves Jesus. And he's asking me these questions. I I was checked out. What's, what's next for you? What is the next thing? Well, I'm publishing. I have a new book coming out. Yes. And I I also am doing a completely um, updated Why Men Love Bitches that's due out in about six to eight months in Mm. the summer of July 2023. So I'm super excited about that. And it's going to have all of this this advice about texting and, you know, all the social media and, you know, um, just just to kind of give women a few more stories and a few Mm. more guidelines that I think maybe they didn't get the first time around, but I'm super excited about it. Everyone needs to go get Why Men Love Bitches, Why Men Marry Bitches, and the updated Why Men Love Bitches. I have enjoyed this so much. This has been so freaking fun. I'm Sherry, you're the best. And all of you guys listening, men and women, read her book, Why Men Love Bitches, Why Men Marry Bitches. And honestly, it's helped me not only in my romantic relationships, but my personal relationships, my friendships, my family relationships, just taught me to be more of a bad any like last minute anything you want to say to the listeners at all sherry like this is your time to shine if we did not get to anything i think you have to treat others with respect but more importantly treat yourself with respect and if anybody is in your life right now that's causing you a lot of pain and grief Mm -hmm. guess what you can just wish them well and not have anything to do with them anymore you know wish them well bye-bye I choose to be happy, make a choice to be happy, and surround yourself with people who make you happy. It's not that complicated. That was your sign. Anyone who's listening, everyone who's listening, that is your sign. That is a message for you. I think like you're meant to hear that. You heard it here, folks. Why Men Love Bitches, Why Men Marry Bitches. Such an amazing book that not only helps with your romantic relationships, but friendships, family relationships, just teaches you to be a badass and to just live your life, enjoy life, and don't put all your your whole stock in one person just just to be happy and enjoy life. So if I can read it, folks if if she can read it if i can read it it, you can read it because again i'm not a reader i'm telling you that it's hard not to fall in love with you guys and i i hope that you get uh, just everything you dream about because you deserve it and you guys are hard-working young women and i think you're setting a great example for other women following you honestly thank you so much sherry i mean yeah it was so nice being with you thanks for having me